is that a popular enough pop culture reference or did our school system traumatize us? Okay, Dave. I'm just saying, like, yes. <laughs> Cow pie bingo. I didn't know other people didn't do it. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Frig yeah. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Ella, and Casey. I love a hunky boy. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey? Break out 13 beers and a pellet gun. You're about to get pro, baby. We're taking on all intergalactic films. You want little green men? You want big, tall grays? We may have something for you. Last week, Dave brought vampires in space, a.k.a. Life Force. Yeah. Oh. Space AKA vampires. A.k.a. No Patrick Stewart for the first 45 minutes. Happy <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah. This week, we watched 2020's Psycho Goreman, and it was gore, man. <laughs> All of those words were pretty accurate. It was psycho. There was gore. Man. Men were, were in it. Yeah, men were in it. Hunky boys. There Not were no hunky, hunky boys, boys in it. Just in the magazines. Well, h- hunky boys in oh. magazines or not. First, Casey, we need you to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this yeah. movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. Casey, congratulations. On f- I'm not sure why I keep even trying but you beat me again at crazy ball i mean you invented the sport somehow you always do beat me so that really shouldn't be a surprise so you because i'm so athletic everybody describes me that way so as per the agreements of the game you have been crowned queen of the universe and i am now digging my own grave for you to bury me alive in um i'm about 10 feet deep at this point you have very particular demands as far as Buried alive You're goes. tall. I don't trust you. You could just wiggle out like a snake. <laughs> Nightcrawlers. Uh, I just unearthed something strange in the dirt. Is it some foreign alien artifact? Is it a, a buried landmine? Um, it's probably nothing major. The important part is I'm very scared and it's very dark. So I'm about to huck my shovel out of this huge hole and you're going to get beamed in the head when that comes flying out of there. I'm really sorry. But again, very dark, very scared. So you've got about 10 seconds before this shovel comes flying straight for your head. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. The creature I fear the most to come out of my body terrorizes the planet. She enslaves an alien, maims her father, and fights her mother. Who do we root for? Eight seconds. <laughs> I... Who are we rooting for? Who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting for? Okay, I don't want to turn this into 25 minutes of bashing a child. I don't want that at all. I mean, I right, but, but maybe, maybe maybe like 18. <laughs> all right, it's time to go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Psycho Gorman opens up with two kids, the siblings Mimi and Luke, playing a more childish version of Charlie McDennis. If you're not an Always Sunny fan, it's the sort of game that kids make up that's overly complicated and includes random wanton violence. I mean, 
Charlie McDennis was a drunken Calvin ball. So <laughs> this is just returning it to its Calvin ball roots. Fair. The kids have also got some quick in the dead level bets going on since after the passive Luke loses to Brash Mimi, she makes him dig his own goddamn grave. <laughs> Massive hole in the backyard of their tiny lot. Do you know how long it takes to dig a hole that size? Where are their yeah. parents? That's all Casey was yelling about. <laughs> Listen, their parents treat their children like people in the South treat their dogs. They're big dogs. <laughs> right, you right. live out the fuck side all the time. <laughs> Stay out of the house until it's time to eat or sleep. You are in the backyard. Run loose, but don't bite any neighbor kids. A few feet down into the hole, Luke discovers the intergalactic prison cell holding the universe's greatest evil. Mimi takes a mysterious glowing gem from the discovery and the evil escapes in the night. The next day, the kids discover the creature in an abandoned shoe factory. Despite the fact that the evil creature murdered some thieves, Mimi, completely unconcerned, just confronts it. They didn't just murder thieves. Like, he took out all their guts and stretched them across fences. Murdered and then turned them into <laughs> horrific modern art installations. Yeah. As luck would have it, the gem that Mimi uncovered gives her full control over this nameless horrific evil. Luke and Mimi brainstorm for a new name, while the creature uses Shakespearean language to threaten the both of them. Finally, the kids settle on the name Psycho Gorman, because of course they did, they're kids. Or PG for short. What was one of them, like Snuggle Kisses or Captain Smoochie Bottom? I like that one. They all sounded like awful gamer tags that they're both going to regret ten years from now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly correct, Dave. Exactly correct. So, Peachy is a massive bipedal creature with lumpy gray skin, purple highlights, and spikes coming out of his back. He hails from Planet Gygax, where he was a slave, before finding the gem now in Mimi's possession. The gem's power made him nearly unstoppable, not unlike the Juggernaut, and he used its power to liberate Gygax, but that wasn't enough. So, Peachy began going from planet to planet, destroying his former enslavers, the Templars. It, yeah, I mean, he's destroying the Templars, but that was just on the first planet. After that, he's just destroying everything. Like, stated <laughs> goal of all light in the universe. PG's eventually caught by Pandora, the head of the Templars, who looks like what would happen if a Transformer fucked an angel. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, see, I got more of Power Ranger fucked Arc Archangel, Archangel sure. from X-Men. That's another there good one. There was a very Power Ranger-y feel to some of them. You can never go wrong with Power Ranger on any of these outfits, other than, like, Psycho Gorman himself. I Well, I mean, Zed was pretty fucked up looking yeah. in retrospect. Yeah, they, I think they all could have went definitely Power Rangers adjacent. Right, uh, up until they rip people's faces off. Yeah, this is just gory Power Rangers. PG's prison gets sent to Earth, where it will never be found again. Oh, it's just like Superman. It's not Superman. Wait, what do you think the baby did to get imprisoned and sent to Earth? Yeah, like Clark Kent's Kal-El's parents were like, ah, oh, we don't want this kid. Just imprison it forever. God, I can already tell this kid sucks so much. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. oh, he's such a goody two-shoes. He's he never. His first word was Vaz. Yeah, come on. Obviously, come on. trash. <laughs> Dave, quit distracting me. We're trying to talk about Psycho Gorman here, okay? 
the probing is about to commence because both the Templars and PG's old crew, the Paladins Obsidian, are heading to Earth to find PG. Goddamn names in this film. <laughs> I hate, it's just turn down the fucking sci-fi, man. <laughs> the... <laughs> Before they arrive, Mabie and Luke introduce PG to their parents, Greg and Susan. Despite his initial threats to violently murder them, PG becomes a part of the family in a very strange montage sequence. Despite that, he comes to Luke in his dreams, asking Luke to overcome Mimi's bullying and steal the gem from her so he can return to killing everything in the universe. Except yeah. just Luke, I guess. I think that was the offer he was making at that point. <laughs> Yeah, and when the Paladins Obsidian arrive, we learn that they sold out to Pandora and the Templars. Turns out they took middle management positions in corporate and gave up on the revolution. In the end, PG defeats their bougie asses, but they manage to poison him, leaving him in a weakened state. Greg comes to pick up his kids, finally, and PG gets into a fight with Susan. She's tired of him being lazy, and he's tired of being called lazy by everyone in his life. I don't necessarily think those things are on par but the scene of him arguing with her while pooping was fun so i'm still on greg's side when greg and the kids return home pandora in a human disguise is with susan who pleads for greg and the kids to abandon the wounded pg luke sides with his mom but greg and mimi take off to try and save pg there's only one way to save pg though mimi has oh. to give him the gem PG promises Mimi that he won't kill her or her idiot family if she does. So, you know, it's cool. Everything else in the universe dies, but I'm sure you guys will be fine on your own, I guess. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You're plucky. The catch is that Luke already stole the gem like PG had asked him to, and as Mimi discovers that, Susan, Luke, and Pandora arrive to take PG. Wounded Pandora easily puts PG in a compromising position until he invokes the classic rules of battle. PG is to name a contest by which everything will be settled. So, he chooses Crazy Ball, just like John Wick does in Chapter 4. I don't... Please, stop making references if you haven't seen the movies you're referencing. <laughs> I've seen... I don't know what you're talking about. I've clearly seen them, as I've demonstrated. Right. Although Superman, I, John Wick... Four? I would watch a John Wick movie where he plays Crazy Ball. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Mimi wins the Crazy Ball match for Team PG, but Pandora tries to kill him anyway. Mimi gives PG the gem, which grants him the power to overcome Pandora and grant her a warrior's death. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about that. God damn it, so I'm not. Oh, man. So PG decides that after all this time, he is now powered by love. And that is as good a reason as any to destroy all the light in the galaxy. He leaves the family intact as he heads around the planet, devastating everything else around him. The end. Okay, this movie's whole premise of alien comes to Earth, learns how to be human, hijink, it felt a little like a super gory suburban commando. I mean, yeah, I can see. Eh, yeah. The, the Suburban Commando was on vacation, whereas... Like, Suburban Psycho Commando yeah. meets Mandy. <laughs> I got okay, Cheddar yeah. Goblin vibes. Yeah, like, oh no, we've got the Suburban Commando script, but also I bought all these blood packs and they're going to go bad next month. It definitely leans into the same kind of 
fish out of water. It goes for an absurdist comedy, sometimes juxtaposing uh, Psycho Goreman as a family sitcom reminiscent of the stuff I grew up watching in the late 80s and 90s. Yeah, there's some very weird back and forth uh, between the scenes of Psycho Goreman with the kids and uh, especially the montage sequence of him getting welcomed into the family that was very much a, a sort of like bad 80s sitcom montage but then also like the bully got exploded and everybody's just <laughs> cool with that yeah there's a dead kid and nobody's reacting yeah. and that's fine I, this is a wild universe yeah. and the 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 kid that the i guess olsen child in this analogy likes gets turned into a giant brain and everybody's just cool with that now (laughs) oh man that is simultaneously kind of funny and dark as hell right i i actually let's just let's just go into that for a minute because i have some follow-up questions so Uh, Alistair is the character's name that gets turned into a brain. Yeah, so we've got like two foot tall. So we've got our super evil, all powerful, magical man, Psycho Goreman, who's working on behalf of Mimi, who has a crush on Alistair. And Mimi asks Psycho Goreman to make Alistair what? Like not a loser who wants to not hang out with her? Yeah, I I got the sense that it was like forcing him or yeah, forcing Alistair to to want to do the things that Mimi wants to do. Yeah. And the way that Psycho Goreman with all his power grants this is to turn Alistair into a giant brain with tendril arms. Massive crane. Yeah, giant crane. Yeah, and he also leaves <laughs> a snail trail everywhere he goes. And I don't understand how that granted Mimi's wish. But she seems to be cool with this new form of his. Yeah. She kisses yeah. him. She does. Maybe it's what's on the inside that matters, you shallow bitch, Dave. Oh! Wow. Actually, she no, likes I... him for him, not because he's a big fucking brain. Okay, can I give you something else off of evidence from the film? Because I think uh, the reason she's immediately cool with it is that... Uh, She's just happy that he's now got a form that nobody but her is ever going to accept. So she's got him all to herself. A hundred Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a whole... That's the interpretation. Because Mimi's, yes. Mimi's a little psychopath. 100%. Yes. As weird as it is getting turned into a giant brain, the effect is wonderful because it's all practical effects. There's no CGI creature in this. It is a puppeted... Big brain with huge rolling eyes, and it. They put the they put money into their slime on this movie. <laughs> there's, there's a huge slime budget on this movie, and they they do use CGI when they need to. But uh, the the costumes themselves, yes, are all practical effects. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like this costume is entirely practical. There's no CGI in this costume, or any of the other costumes. There are some. There is some CGI, but it's quite limited. <laughs> yeah, it's just mostly for the magic that's happening. Right. And you know, if they're like freezing someone or like transforming before they're at their like final practical effect form. Yeah. Or riding the lightning into the scene. And that's costume both for good and for bad. Um, all of the dialogue is dubbed over the top of them because no one's lips can move more than about maybe two centimeters in <laughs> any of these costumes. Yes. If they have lips. You know what? I feel like um, 
what's the angel lady's name? Pandora. I feel like Pandora of the Templar. She uh, she kind of looks like if someone was trying to do like a live action RN car bleach cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Like it, she looked like an off brand RN car. I do love that the costumes are reminiscent of the Power Rangers in a sense. They remind me of some things that I might see on Power Rangers, and they're all okay. Maybe not all of them, but a fair amount of them also look like they're partially made out of trash. <laughs> Upcycling asshole. Yeah, respect, word. respect. No, I loved the costumes. Yeah, I, I say that in a loving way. We're not quite BBC levels of recycled <laughs> costumes here, uh, but Power Rangers is absolutely the vibe. All of the aliens in this look like i i i want to call them dark power rangers villains but really they're just power rangers costumes that they just spray painted certain parts that were like green or yellow before red and now that's blood <laughs> and it's darker yeah some of it kind of looks like the plastic pieces we like have covering our bikes as kids to make them look like motorbikes you know what i'm talking about how oh, like the yeah. bicycles the that fairings? had the like what they're fairings they're called fairings Okay, yes. A lot of kids had those. That's what it kind of looked like some of that was borrowed from. I think they did a good job with, like, the makeup. If you notice, like, the bottom half of Pandora's face was, like, painted kind of brick-like. Yeah, like, it had um, it had seams, and it almost looked like uh, tile in a way. Yeah, it looked. they looked like some stuff that, like, cool drag queens do on TikTok. Huh. <laughs> But less slutty. The costuming in this is one of the things that drew to. In fact, it was recommended to me uh, by someone who, after I said my love of practical effects, said you have to see this, especially because of the costumes. The costumes are incredibly elaborate. Um, I They were, at times, it almost did border on a little too uh, Power Rangers for me. But the redeeming effect for me was the... Okay, I, I want to call this the, like, gory action figure effect because <laughs> during fight scenes, uh, Psycho Goreman would, like, grab someone's face and rip it off. Yeah. And it was very clearly that, like, this is a model that has a, like, two-thirds head and a removable face with a mucky thing behind it. Yeah. It looked like a really dark action figure. <laughs> and I loved it so very, very much. <laughs> Put it on your Etsy list. <laughs> but yeah, that's how every, like, all of the deaths in this movie was, like, some sort of, like, action figure, like, G.I. Joe with pop-out eyeballs. Wait, <laughs> And it yells while you're murdering it. <laughs> what What was your favorite gory death? Oh, man. I, I, I not to repeat it, but absolutely the guy with the removable face. That was abs- that had to that be Cassius three thousand of, of them. That was Cassius three thousand. Oh, that was Cassius three thousand. Mm-hmm. God, that was just brilliant. And he looked like the TikTok um, Doctor Who villains, the clock keeper dudes. He did, yeah, correct, Very correct. Doctor Whoey. I I uh, I think my favorite. At some point, he turns a cop into this zombie thing with a, a handgun fused to its hand, and. It starts attacking Psycho Gorman when his buddies show up, the the uh, Paladin's Obsidian. And Psycho Gorman runs at it, snaps a staff in half, and jams them both through the eyes, and it 
def the body deflates, and it is equally ridiculous and awesome. It reminded me of Firecracker that we watched when they do that with the oh yeah the lady yeah, yeah, does yeah. that at the end is like bah! yeah it was. It, it was strange to me that I was watching that scene thinking somehow this would be better with a balloon deflating sound effect. And I don't <laughs> understand why. What about you, Casey? What was your favorite gory death? My favorite was my actually the death of my favorite character, which I thought was criminally underused. The witch. The oh! witch I absolutely loved. She got her head blown off. And it was rolling merrily down the road. And she's like, live to fight another day. And then gets run over by a truck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you almost made it. You're second place. I mean, it's for the best. What fight did you have coming another day? You're just Who knows? She'd probably regrow her body back. She's a witch. We don't know that. I love that they telegraph that coming mile a mile away. And it's still yes. great when the truck just smokes the fucking head. I was... Giddy with glee. The only thing I was missing from that scene, that was because that was their truck that Greg and Mimi and PG and all yeah. of them were in, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. So the only thing that was missing from that scene is we didn't cut to the inside of the truck when Mimi was like, wait, quick, dad, run that thing over. Because I know that's what happened. You little <laughs> goddamn psychopath. That's probably what happens when dogs run out in front of the car, too. Oh, Dave, you're so angry about her. Yeah, so our, our title character is Psycho Gorman, but you know what? Obviously, I, I need to talk about this, and I think it, she's an important character in the film. Mimi, the, the child who's in control of Psycho Gorman throughout all of this, I hate this child so goddamn much. <laughs> I hate this child in a way I haven't in yes. a movie in a very long time. Okay, but also let us separate the art from the artist. We're not saying the little girl who played her. No, 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 no. She killed not. her role. Yeah, she did she everything does so right. Well. Bless her. Absolutely. Fucking give her an award. Her character though. Yeah, her character though. Ugh. This is like this is Joffrey on Game of Thrones level performances in yeah. that, like I'm I am physically repulsed by the performance you've done. It's a reverse Shia I smiled LaBeouf, twice. If you will. <laughs> I smiled twice during this whole film. Jay was laughing, which made me hate it more because I'm like, I, mean, I hate this is no. Yeah. Big fucking no for me. Her performance was too believable. Yeah. She is the most effective uh, birth control ad I have ever seen in a movie. <laughs> She's just absolutely insufferable. The only redeeming moments in the movie were when I thought Psycho Gorman was finally going to get to kill her. Yeah. I wanted one of her pigtails to be like stuck to a banister or something. <laughs> Can I make a bold statement? Yes. I think that's the correct. I don't think you're supposed to like her. Right. I, d I agree. Yeah, I absolutely. just don't like being subjected to shitty kids, be it in person <laughs> or in media. Right. Absolutely. It's so the one bright spot in this movie for me was a failed expectation because she is established as such an irredeemably hateable character that when Psycho Gorman first shows up, there was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, PG's just going to kill both of them. And then this is going to be like 40 odd minutes of him just doing basically like an 80s movie montage music Rampage. video of murder. <laughs> yeah. 
because <laughs> it's that kind of self-aware. But then that didn't happen, and he went on to do a mostly standard, like, 80s kid movie redemption arc with a twist of, like, we're going to go kill everybody else, but not you. But I want her to die most of all. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. More than Greg? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Greg's a pretty shitty. Greg's, Greg's dad. her dad. Greg's, Greg's dad. a pretty yeah, shitty character. Greg's a very shitty character, but I also absolutely love him as a character because he's one of the few entertaining characters in this movie to watch. Agreed. So I guess, so you said it's like the classic 80s kids film. This movie just kind of feels, who is it for? It's not for kids. Oh, no. It's for weird adults. Yeah, it's for weird adults. It's most certainly aimed at weird adults. (laughs) And you loved it. (laughs) Listen, the kids, the the point of the kids being insufferable and the parents Not all of them were. Only one of them was. Well, okay. Yeah. You know, Luke has some stuff to work on, clearly, and he needs to learn how to stand up to his sister. But he's been in a bad household. What's your problem with Alistair? What the he fuck was a did great guest in their home. He didn't want to be catcalled by Luke's pushy sister. Right, he just wanted spin to play for video us. Games. He's like, no. There's, there's nothing wrong with Alistair. My point is that the core family are like it's always sunny characters. The point is that they're all bad people and nobody gets redeemed. It doesn't work for me when there's kids involved. Yeah, I mean, when there, when there's kids, it's better. If you're going to do an always sunny style, everybody sucks, it is way better when they're all adults. Because when there's kids involved, I can just feel too mad about, like, come on, You notice man. there was never any children on Seinfeld? Okay, but on the flip side, it is a fun way to, like, burn the meta. Right? Because the meta is to have all of these flowing melodramatic lines, which... Which PG delivers all of the time, and the kids fucking ignore it and just laugh at him. And that that is part of them, you know, making, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it's intentional, but you yeah. can read it as making fun of the the way that, that like, Marvel movies, for example, are. I, and how oh, dumb they are. I That is you going down to your own personal yeah, hatred for a very common genre convention. Does this inkblot look Sad. like your childhood? What's going on? <laughs> oh, it looks like a penis. <laughs> oh, God. Why does everything look like penises? Oh, sorry. That was my penis This blot. is not your better help <laughs> session. This ah! is shitty cinema. You keep it in. Yeah. PG likes to go on some extended backstory flashbacks where he tells about his, like, space wars on the nth moon of Gygax. And to be honest... Those are absolutely my favorite parts of the film. They have synth music playing. <laughs> it feels like a fucking Far Cry Blood Dragon mission. It's great. <laughs> but then Mimi, little shit that she is, is like, oh, no, that's the dumbest story ever. Shut up and watch TV. No, just make that be the movie, please. Send her there. I like the riffing. I think it's funny. So, yeah, so we've got shithead little Mimi. We've got uh, the brother Luke, who I... I, I don't know, like, get him some therapy, but I don't have anything else to say about Luke. Anybody yeah, he's else? he's kind of, like, got battered woman syndrome. He's going to snap and kill her someday. Probably. 
Yeah, I don't. I. Luke is going to Farrah Fawcett burning bed Mimi someday. And honestly, I would represent him in court. I'd like to disagree with you, but I can't. All right. So uh, Luke's going to go insane one day, clearly. But let's move on to the parental units. Uh, do we start? Let's start with Greg, the dad, because he's a far more developed character overall as far as characters in movies go. Greg had me up until faking uh, disability for unemployment. Absolutely. Same. That's I was right like there with you. The fourth scene with him. And <laughs> it's not that yeah, no, far at in. first I was like, yeah, Greg. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. I And if you skip that, I was still with him for a little bit further in the movie, especially yes. when Psycho Gorman gets introduced to the rest of the family. And Greg is clearly way too high to process how insane it is and decides he's just going to pretend it's not a happening around him. Yes. Also the way he reacts to having his TV exploded is also a, I'm too high for this moment. Right. Nobody's watching. It's that time was, for a breakdown. Thank you. No, 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 that no. was my exact no. same thought. There's yes. no one to watch me. I can freak out right now. Ah, ah, no, I think watching that again in hindsight is the darkest scene in the movie because it looks like he has a breakdown because PG just threw a supercharged energy ball through the wall. It ricocheted over the top of his head and then smashes into his television. In hindsight, when you realize it in the larger context and that Greg is a lazy piece of shit that does nothing but sit around and watch TV, his upsetness was that his TV was broken. That is the one thing that causes him to genuinely lash out is that his television is broken. And that is a dark ass fucking scene. I mean, this this movie tried to be as dark as possible. Right. And also, if they wanted me to read that as dark, they shouldn't have put it in the middle of a montage. Because <laughs> I'm going to continue yes. with my reading of it as he was t way too high and just way freaking too high out when no one could see him. Greg had a vulnerable moment with us, and we thank you, Greg, for trusting us with your emotions. <laughs> I see you, and I understand you. Honestly, my favorite Greg moment is when he's communicating with Psycho Gorman when he's injured. In, Psycho Gorman is injured in the sh old shoe factory, and the kids need a ride and to take him. And so Psycho Gorman appears to Greg while he's on the shitter. Yeah! And it's like screaming he's like hey we're at the old and like has to be screaming the entire time and keeps coming back every time and disappears and you think he's gone and you know Greg's like oh my god I don't even know where they're at and it's, a second passes and again the screaming void and yes that's the <laughs> correct Jay was dying yeah it was it was one like of the he is now but harder movie. Uh, yes. Psycho Gorman spectral head just appearing to Greg on the shitter and screaming at him locations on how to find them next to the highway. Yes, including turn by turn. I want you to imagine that you're sitting in your bathroom. You're comfortable. You're taking a shit. You're rehearsing what you wish you would have said in a fight to your wife and bragging about your B.A. in English. And then a little mode of light comes in and then turns into a giant alien head of flowing colors. And it 
starts by screaming at you in a guttural, primal rage, and then yells commands at your face. Okay, here's the thing, though. That's not helping me poop. Now I'm freaked <laughs> out. So now it's headed I'm north for the winter. Now. <laughs> yeah no this isn't like oh thank god you're over ah! toilet no i won't be needing to be near one for a long time now thanks and a we're lot done. gorman we're done with this forever <laughs> and i'll just yeah. absorb it yeah and okay i will i will absolutely agree uh unconditionally that greg is a terrible father a very very bad father but let's give a stopped clock it's by daily credit <laughs> When Greg discover when Greg and his wife discover the giant hole in their backyard, his immediate response is to go, okay, first of all, son, great job on the hole. Supportive. And you know what? Fair. It was a great job on that hole. Good on you for giving him credit on that first. He dug he digs a grave better than I do. He also has great fatherly wisdom. Like when he advises his daughter about the time that he was a child about her age and a creepy weird man asked if he wanted to see his baseball cards inside of his van. Yeah, and he got into the van and there was just baseball cards and he had a great time. Yeah, he had so a I- huge collection. A huge collection. They made sure to stretch that out <laughs> to fake you out that maybe he's about, oh, no, it was just baseball cards. I had a so, big throbbing know, collection of baseball cards. He uses that wisdom to encourage his daughter to trust the murderous alien. That has repeatedly told all of them how he wants to murder them. Yeah. At the earliest possible opportunity. Ah, oh, that's classic PG. The other fatherly wisdom that Greg gives is he asks us a good question. You know, who's the real monsters? And he suggests that maybe it's just people because Casey didn't know who to root for. And I think the point is everybody's a little monster. I'm rooting for her brother to get away from that family and get therapy. Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Luke, rooting for him. Luke, go to college. He dates a girl who points out how fucking insane his family is. Come back once a year for Thanksgiving. No, it's okay to cut them off. Well, we have... Spent plenty of time with PG this week. So, Dave, I'm going to start with you. 2020's Psycho Goreman, would you watch it again? God, this is difficult because the practical effects in the Power Rangers villain costumes, absolutely adore them. The flashback sequences of just terrible alien wars with synthwave soundtracks, fucking spectacular. But I hate Mimi so very, very much. And does it count as watching it again if I'm skipping past all of the scenes that she's in? She's in most of the movie. Right. Yeah. But I think if I wait long enough, I will forget how much I hated her. So it's not going to be anytime soon. And I can't believe I'm saying it. But yeah, I will probably eventually watch Psycho Gorman again. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind. I didn't think it was gonna go that way, but the 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 effects are really fun, and I really liked Power Rangers. They were. But case, how about you? A very 
modern effects heavy film 2020 psycho gore man i despite our mutual distaste for mimi will you watch it again this film had potential to be something something different again mimi the girl who played mimi excellent job yeah great job they cast too well i fucking hated her character so much it's the same reason I stopped babysitting people that weren't related to me. Cause I'm like, no, 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 we don't act like this in that family. Like, no, no, I would not. It oh, was, wow. She was too good. I'm not a gore person. So this was absolutely not. I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I know there are people who would absolutely fucking love this movie. Not for me. This is gotcha. not my spaghetti. Um, Speaking of spaghetti, though, I did want to try the bloodles, which is what the like council of presidents <laughs> or whatever were eating while they were watching Psycho Gorman destroy the earth. Uh. Bloodles. What are you? I want to try them. Um, but no, I, I fell asleep watching it the first time. It did not hook me, but I know I'll probably walk in on you rewatching it again, but I'll still ask the question, Jay. 2020's Psycho Goreman, would you watch it again? I think Psycho Goreman might be a unicorn. And hear me out. Many films that try to be campy are like sharts. Some things you just can't force. Here, the camp is definitely intentional. And importantly, it complements the absurdities and the aesthetics of the film. I kept thinking that Psycho Goreman is what the Toxic Avenger would be. If the Toxic Avenger's ambitions better matched its execution. Among all of these stories of evil revolutionaries in silly costumes being chased by evil defenders of the status quo in silly costumes lies a story about how we all kind of suck sometimes. And Stephen Kowalski, the director, delivers a campy, hilarious, and heartwarming tale with fun visuals. This is... What if Marvel movies had a soul? In my view, Psycho Gorman is a must-watch, and I am definitely going to watch it again. What is your obsession Seriously, with Marvel what movies? What connection does this <laughs> possibly have to any Marvel movie? Where did they touch you? You know what? We can't fight all this all night. The verdict is in. Two out of three of us would watch Psycho Gorman again. But what about you? Have you seen it? What do you think? Would you watch it again? Let us know on Facebook and Instagram. Dave, what have we got going on next week? I Next week, I don't know. Maybe Icarus is going to fly a little too close to the sun because we're going to try something from all of our childhood, an absolute classic. We're going to watch fucking Space Jam. Here's Whoa. your chance. Do your dance. It's the Space Jam. All right. All right. Okay, we can't just seriously get it out between now and then because we can't just sing the whole podcast i feel like it's gonna Bad. get worse between now and then <laughs> like i'm gonna be listening to it a lot at work i'm gonna be sneaking in well, how did this get on here oh well we'll just have to wait to see why we've all waited 30 years to watch this film again in the meantime follow us on instagram casey.cinema facebook sh.ttycinema or, I don't know, pay our broken wrist bill, a la Greg, Patreon slash Shitty Cinema. Check the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights. Go to bury our brother alive. And grave rob instead. Huh?